Hello, good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are, it's night where I am, almost midnight, and I <laughs> I, I was thinking about how I, I'm trying to sound really cool and calm in the podcast because I don't like how I sound when I'm record when I'm recorded. So I'm trying to sound cool. I hope I sound calm and cool in this episode. Um this is the That Research Life podcast. I am your host Shandra. That's how you pronounce my name, Shandra. And there I think my last episode was last Friday. And can you believe that so much has happened since last Friday? And it's only been Wednesday. So I've been on Twitter for about um, two months. And I feel like something goes down every day. I feel like Twitter is the... Like, if you... Like, if you're on Twitter, you get the first batch of the news before everyone else does and you get it so fast and since Friday of last week there has been there has been several allegedly let me say allegedly first because I'm not trying to get sued alleged sexual assault cases against a lot of male celebrities we have first Justin Bieber Ansel Elgort if you don't remember him he was um homeboy with one leg in the Fault in Our Stars we have One Nation which is a K-pop um they're not k-pop they're i think k-hip-hop whatever um they are a rap group and they allegedly were sleeping with minors and also just a sexually assaulting black women like majority of their victims were black women so I, I looked into that whole thing. I saw the video that Chili Got Soul released and it was just gut wrenching to be honest. And the fact that um I wanna talk the thing I wanna talk about on this episode, all all of these that I mentioned, as well as the Shane Dawson thing <sighs> Like, I'm not even going to go full into that, but I, you, hopefully you know what I mean when I say Shane Dawson. So it's a Shane Dawson thing, and then we have, as of today, the Stray Kids thing with them doing um, a racist caricature of a black person all of these things that I have discussed 
have one thing in common and that is actually the title of this podcast which is accountability accountability there we go i'm sorry if you guys hear some um some faint scratching or something like that that's my turtle i don't know why he likes to get wild at night but he likes to get wild at night and he a lot of people think turtles are really quiet and they don't move that's not true he he moves a lot and he he's really quick and he can even stand up on his two legs so i'm sorry if what she's trying to do which is why if you hear bumps that's what he's trying to do in his tank so and he does this every night he wants me to turn off the light so he can go to sleep but um he's gonna have to wait because i have to do this episode so he'll be okay but i just want to put that out there so on to the topic of accountability um i looked up the definition of the word accountability because i've been learning it for um i've been learning for six years how to take accountability and how to be accountable but i never actually sat down and studied the definition of the word and i i have to say i'm very nervous about this conversation because i think it's a i think this is a, a good conversation to have because all of us as human beings need to grow and and we must grow in our um the the ways we have the ways we look for accountability we all must grow we can't become stagnated in these areas and in that area where we're not trying to take responsibility and accountability for our actions and the things we say things we do no matter how old we were when we said them or did them and um all of these people minus the alleged allegations put against Justin Bieber, Ansel Elgort and One Nation um all of these people did things whether it was the week of exposition or 20 years not 20 years uh or 10 years after expo before exposition all of these people have done things allegedly again for the three people the three groups i mentioned all of these people have done things that have offended a lot of people and rightfully so and i've noticed a trend with um celebrities lately and not just celebrities but people in general um even in myself even in myself i've noticed that we tend to drop accountability we blame it on mental illness you know i, I ran across a post where there was a 20 uh, it was a, a thread of tweets where there was a 20 year old and she was dating a a 14 year old and which is pedophilia 
um, to let you know. And um, in 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 the in a in the world, the adult, the twenty year old is responsible. She is that that twenty year old should be. It is 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 an adult, and she should know that she should not be dating a fourteen year old. And the excuse that she gave was, um, "I didn't. I don't feel. I don't feel mentally like a like a twenty year old." You know that that's what she said, and and that made me think. There's there's a lot of people that kind of do things, and and I do it too. Um, there's a lot of people that will make excuses for their actions and not ever own up to what they said, what they did, how they reacted to something. And, and if it hurt someone, there's a lot of people that's quick to not acknowledge it or not even, or give a sorry, you know, a simple sorry and, and not have any real change behind that sorry. And there's some people that, um, will kind of like what Shane Dawson did, you know, look for a way to manipulate people into thinking that you know I'm that they would try to guilt trip you and I just wanted to kind of talk about accountability and what the word means and I actually have the definition here the um accountability means an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. So it's been well established that we are people. Like we're all individual people. Like I'm an individual person. You're an individual person. They are an individual person. And so it's it's well established that we don't always know how to we don't always know what's what's in someone's head. We don't always know what's in our own heads sometimes. And what happens is What's starting to happen is we are losing the sight that there's people that don't always experience life the way we do, and it and that doesn't mean that. I, and in this example, I'm talking about the stray kids thing. So I'm gonna talk about the stray kids thing. So I'll try to recap. So the stray kids thing. There was a member, I do not know how to pronounce his name. Um, it is spelled, hold on, let me try to bring up the, um, let me try to bring up the DM. Give me a second. Okay, I have it. So, 
what I've so the member's name is Youngjin H Y U N J I N and I don't stand Stray Kids. I've only heard one song by them. So I don't know who that is. Uh but I do know I do know who Chan is. Um I think I know who he is. So what happened is the member, um, I guess they were doing like a costume thing and I didn't watch the video, but I did see the thumbnail and he's wearing, he put a curly wig on and he put big red lips on him and eyebrows, thick, huge eyebrows and he had sideburns and, um, I immediately thought of a black caricature from the old days that used to play on TV when the the white people in the entertainment industry were making fun of black people, like Little Black Sambo and things like that. I remember the first time I saw Little Black Sambo, and that's what that reminded me of, Little Black, black Sambo. Little Black Sambo made me so ashamed to be black because I was like, is this how black, is this how white people see me? Do they see me as dumb? Do they see me as so dark? Do they see me as ugly? And I don't, I, I deal with this thought for a lot. Like, I deal with this thought a lot and I told, I, I, I talk about this a lot with um, and I'm starting to talk about it more with people, which means that I'm starting to open up. But I grew up hating my my skin color and hating my race. And, and seeing that, that caricature kind of triggered that in me to hate it more. And I was in, I had to be in sixth grade or seventh grade when I saw that. So I was no older than 12 and so going into what happened with young Jin so he's um he's wearing this and um I I saw a few, a little bit of the back of, of the backlash so I follow someone on Twitter who um I think she's a, a buddy she's a buddy and um, she's very opinionated, especially when it comes to racism and fandom craziness. So I'm like, okay, but I see her tweeting about it. And so I automatically see other people I follow tweeting about it because I, I think a lot of them also are very opinionated in the area of racism, which is great because that's what I'm learning about. So I follow the right people. And so I um, go and I read and the first thing I see is this thumbnail and I'm like, what the heck? This is must this must be what they're talking about. And immediately my mind shot to that black caricature. Because let's be honest here, Korea is not shy at all with making fun of black caricatures and doing blackface and so they wouldn't be shy with seeing that as entertainment, even today. So I knew okay, they must be up to some racist stuff. So, okay. 
cool so um of course and i'm not surprised i hear from my 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 buddy i hear that the stays which is stray kids fandom was that's what they call their fandom people the stays are doing what the armies did to the black armies when the jim jones situation happened still doing it they're doing that with the black stays so basically they're gaslighting they're saying it's not a big deal it's just red lips and a curly wig and i actually read a tweet that actually said that so and i need to go back and screenshot that because i might want to put that in something hopefully they did not delete it um but i actually seen saw a tweet that said that and so um they were saying you know i don't understand what's wrong with it i don't understand why um it's a big deal and there's pretty much people refusing to hear the side of someone different than them or they're the same color but oh i don't think the same way you do so i'm not gonna consider how you think and or how you feel and and that kind of has to do with lack of accountability in my opinion because accountability is i'm responsible for what i think say and do and um respond that's responsibility and accountability but also um accountability is you know i'm not going to push my opinion on you i'm not going to invalidate how you feel because i don't feel like that and when and i know i always go back to the jim jones thing because that was a big moment for me that opened my eyes to racism in entertainment and in fandoms because i witnessed a lot of armies with the little sevens in their usernames talking about how much they love and how much they're a big family they were calling black arby's niggers they were telling them to go get lynched they were and i have screenshots of this they were telling them you know gaslighting totally gaslighting and saying no jim jones was not a murderer i want to know where they got that information from because history shows 900 dead bodies under his you know name so i want to know where they got the he was not a murderer trope from and also that he wanted a racial utopia this is new by the way this came out since my last episode so people are still um there's still not people but fans the the stands are uh which is a big part of why i think these fellow people that i'm going to talk about are not taking accountability because 
the stands are blocking them from taking accountability. When you have a, a huge platform like Stray Kids does, like BTS does, like Justin Bieber does, like um, Shane Dawson does, it's of of course you have stands that are going to go to death for you. They're gonna bat everybody down that says something. Not they think it's negative, but it's it may just be constructive criticism. It may just be, you know, truth in a not so nice way. Because in a world in the world, people are gonna tell you some things that you don't want to hear, and it's gonna be truth, and you have to learn how to hear it. Like, I have ADHD, which means that I also, um, I'm also very emotional. Every time somebody tells me something that I don't like, I can't, you know, get mad at them and go off on them and then, you know, um, come back and apologize and say, I'm sorry, you know, it's because of my ADHD. I can't do that. I have to learn how to control myself and say, you know what? You were right. You were right. Uh, hey, like I had a situation the other day at work and my boss was coming at me and not coming at me, but she was saying something that I didn't like. And I had to learn how to self-regulate in that moment. I can't just do whatever I want and um what's going on is the stands are letting their faves do whatever they want and the stands are clearing the searches on Twitter the stands are I looked at um I I've been listening to Dejita for the past um like two weeks and something today made me go and look at the um credits for um for the album D2 and it's really funny because <laughs> the produced by names even though we all know Yoongi produced it it's blank for what do you think and the the whole album the whole album is blank so who produced the album according to spotify who produced the album it's blank there's nothing there when we know that it was three producers on that album and i even heard some claims that fans were going and erasing the real because we know yoongi produced it they were erasing his name and adding and only keeping the other two. So that made me laugh. And I just went and checked it again to make sure I wasn't tripping. And it's it's right. It's right there. So what's going on is we have a group of people that are not being that that we don't want to have accountability. We don't want to take accountability for our actions for the things we do, the things we say. And we want to give people excuses. And what's going on also is we have stands that 
are trapped in this mind frame that their faith is also perfect and will never do anything wrong and i thought it was just a k-pop thing but it's actually not because i watched a video by amanda dbb i think that's and she was talking about cancel culture and to be honest she 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 gave some really good points and she talked about how um the whole Jenna Marbles thing and the things she said which really resonated with me is people were worried about Jenna Marbles. They were blaming cancel culture for quote unquote canceling Jenna Marbles when Jenna Marbles herself decided to leave YouTube and there was a lot of people she said she saw on Twitter where they were like, what did Jenna Marbles do? She was the least most problematic person. Why are you guys trying to cancel Jenna Marbles when 69 is on the on charts? Why, do you, why is it so serious, guys? Why are you guys doing this? And she said what you really want to say is, why won't you leave my fave alone so they can continue making content for me? And I can continue watching them. And I was like, boom. That is what these stands are saying. That is what these armies are saying. And these straight, these stays are saying. And these, um, I don't know, which I only have experience with, um, the armies and so far today's stays. But that's what the armies are saying. Because I would see before all of the before all this went down when i was like a baby army and i would see um people in the youtube in, in the youtube comments and it would be talking about the video was about namju saying the n-word and then i would see someone say yeah he said the n-word and um they would express um a dislike you know, like they don't feel comfortable with that. I would automatically see uh, someone after their com commenting on their comment saying, but they apologize for it. Why can't you let it go? He said he was sorry. Why are you still holding that against him? And I was like, wait a minute. When has it ever been okay for someone to do something to somebody? That affected them, hurt them, and they can't, they're not allowed to feel, they're not allowed to not like something. Because I've done things to people, and it that, 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 uh, that wasn't at all that person holding that against Namjoon they were just saying that you know I still didn't like what he did it still made me upset and the stands underneath their comment took it like oh well you just well you're over here holding it against him no I don't like that he did that I think that was in poor taste I think that was in poor judgment that was offensive that was racist and there's a lot of people that are quick to tell you when you express things like that. And I have proof of this because um, I see it all the time on Twitter. When the, the Jim Jones thing is being spoken up 
and um there'll be a random person come out of nowhere come on like let it go it's not that serious why are you still talking about this he apologized and i'm not gonna get into that because we know that wasn't an apology but what i'm trying to say is there's there's people that are not trying to take accountability for their own actions and then there's people the crazy stance like if they have a big platform that's not trying to let their fave take accountability because they see it as hating they see it as you're trying to stop them and I know I keep going back to the Jim Jones thing because that's the only point of reference I have where I actually noticed and I saw firsthand everything. There was block lists made of people that criticized Yoongi for his choice of using Jim Jones in his sample song. Block lists. I've been blocked by over 600 people. Because I, I'm pretty sure because I voiced my opinion on what Yugi did and I didn't shy away and I didn't go um, lock my account and 680 people blocked me. Okay, that means and it's pretty, it was pretty much 680 armies. Mind you, I only have 36 followers on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube, Twitter. I'm not a big account. So, it had to be blacklist. Also, there was people over here guilt tripping, totally ignoring that these are black fans, black people dying, black people dead at Jonestown, saying, I trust Yoongi. Do you trust Yoongi? Or I will never forget what you guys did to Yoongi, throwing him under the bus. How is that throwing him under the bus? What Yoongi did was horrible. He should have, he, if he, he should have thought, rethought about that. He should have thought and rethought about that. And I know it's, oh, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, he's Korean. He, he doesn't know. Well, I'll tell you this. If I'm doing a project on Hitler, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to find out if there's and if there's something offensive in what I'm going to do and, and what I'm going to write, then I need to make note of that because if I have a big platform like he does and if I'm as involved in my music or in my art like he says he is, then I need to educate myself and what happened was he should have held himself accountable for making sure he knew what was going who that was in his song and that's all black armies were saying it wasn't all black armies but the black armies i was following that's what they were saying why couldn't he hold himself accountable why is it so hard that we need to that we can't hold our faves accountable and we can't hold each other accountable and we can't hold ourselves accountable for the things we do and the things we say and the actions we make why is that so hard why is that so hard that we have to lie and deflect 
and we are not honest and transparent why is that so hard I I don't I I understand and, and I think I understand because looking at myself like I know I've been pointing a finger but looking at myself I don't like to be honest and transparent because it makes me think of the shame it makes me think of the hurt it makes me think of I can never do anything right the voices come in and I just want to get rid of them so I'm quick to defend I'm quick to deflect I'm quick to put the blame on somebody else but when we when I do that it hurts my relationship with the person that I've done the thing to it hurts my relationship with myself because your the relationship with yourself is is very important and if I'm over here putting myself down I'm going to end up putting you down too because how I treat myself is how I'm going to treat you. And there's there's a lot that we're seeing right now in this time because it's a huge pandemic and there's a lot of vulnerability going on. There's deaths happening all around America with black boys and girls and it's hard it's 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 hard it is it's really hard and it's heart-wrenching it really is and it makes me so upset and then also I, I've, I've been feeling kind of a little hopeless because um, you see this on the street you know you see you know I'm black I'm not liked on the street like this is this is it the truth and then um, well, you look at how people are going to see your skin color and then you look at the entertainment industry and you look at how people are going to treat you based on your color in the entertainment industry. And I asked someone today, I was like, what is it about, because I know America is just being plain racist, but what is it about Korean culture where they know about these things they know about saying the n-word they know about um all these things but they still continue to do it why is that they love black culture but they hate and they don't actively acknowledge black people and it's it's a it's a very interesting thing and i don't know where it comes from like why is it so prevalent there and um, it's not just prevalent there, it's prevalent in America too, where I am. Because America was built off of racism. America was built off of, by the time when we were built, it was slaves. It was, um, it was, um... It was we were slaves the the black people were slaves when they came here so it it, it it's just something like the whole the, the the thing that I want to see in myself is I want to be accountable 
for my actions and my words and my thoughts and everything that pertains to me. And that's a lot of time and that's a lot of energy. And I want to make sure I'm fully 100% focused on that. Because that's a lot. That's a lot of responsibility. And I just really want to make sure that I'm... Because I know I, I, I tweeted this today, you know, I'm not unproblematic. I'm not. I have some beliefs and some viewpoints that are going to forever be defined as problematic by many people whenever I speak them. I have a friend and I told her something that I believe and she hates it. She hates it. But we're still friends because she's accepted my opinion even though she doesn't like it. And I accept her opinion even though I don't like it. And I'm not going to ever give that opinion up because of my experience coming up to that opinion, to be honest. But um, I'm not unproblematic. I am problematic. I am. Everybody's problematic. Nobody is not problematic. Nobody is not unproblematic, sorry. Everyone has their bumps and their bruises. But I think what we want the most is not to cancel people, but to get accountability. See actual change. And I think we're so used to not seeing actual change when it comes to celebrities and when it comes to um, K-pop. That we're just like, okay, because I remember talking to my friend and she was like, I was telling her, I feel like what's going to happen with the with the Jeffree Star and the Shane Dawson stuff, people are still going to watch their videos and still going to buy their stuff. And she's like, you're right, because we don't have the self-control that it takes to walk away. It's, it's kind of like you're in a... Um, in a relationship where you're kind of dragging the person because they're saying I want to be with you I want to be with you but they're not putting any effort towards being with you and then they're like and then you're doing everything because you're like oh no he he wants to be with me he said it but they're not they're not putting any effort into it so they they don't and actions speak louder than words and and instead of you going and leaving and saying I'm going to find somebody different, you stay with them and you keep dragging them and you keep dragging them and you keep making excuses and you keep making excuses. And I I I decided that I'm not going to spend another dime on any celebrity anymore because they are not doing anything for me they're not putting money in my pocket you know like they're not doing nothing for me so I was like you know what I'm not doing anything for these celebrities because they're not putting money in my pocket so pretty much I just wanted to talk about accountability and give my thoughts on what's been going on and share something about me because i i'm included in this 
I'm not looking to be perfect. Right now, I'm going through something where I have no idea what I believe in anything. And I'm okay with that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm young. I'm 23. I have the rest of my life to walk with my friends, my family, um, God about certain issues and, and beliefs I have. And I I felt myself like, why am I rushing to get all the right answers? And I noticed that like, we're so quick to get the right thing or be right that we're not looking at growth and Stitch which is someone I follow because I admire her brevity when it comes to talking about fandom racism. Uh, she's a legend. Her her username is Stitch. Hold on. Let me go to Twitter and let me find her username because if you know who I'm talking about, she's awesome. If, I'm sorry if you don't know who I'm talking about. She's always tweeting something, so... I'm pretty sure I'll find her real quickly. So let me see. Oh, she's actually, she probably went to sleep or something, but she's somewhere on the TL. She's somewhere on the TL. Hold on. Oh, she's in my mentions. Okay. Her username is Stitchomancery. So S T I C H O M A N C E R Y. S T I C H o-m-a-n-c-e-r-y and she writes about fandom racism she tweets about fandom racism and it's beautiful because after the yungi situation i wanted to know where i can go to hear a black voice someone that has experienced this not just because i know a white person is never going to experience fandom racism like come on they're not they're not gonna experience fandom racism not like a black they're not gonna experience it so I um the face of k-pop is white teenage girls so anyway I follow her and I read all her tweets and I um try to read her her writings uh I follow her blog as well and she tweeted you know i'm not unproblematic i have my issues but what i am dedicated to is growth and i say you know what i want people to know that when they read my when they come to my my twitter account because i'm not unproblematic either i have issues too I am, I have a lot going on in my head. I have a lot that I'm unlearning right now. I have a lot that I'm learning right now. I have a lot that I'm relearning right now. And it's not fair to me to point the finger at these celebrities and and and, and not and, and call them out on their performative actions when I'm being performative too in, in a lot of ways. So I wanted to talk and be personal because this is it's we're all humans we're all humans none of these k-pop boys are better than you or me 
they you may think they may be better than you and me because they claim they got a lot of money but i guarantee you in five years they will not have all that money they will not because from the looks of it they don't know what to do with it either they don't they they're you know stunting and they don't even have it or pretty much like they don't don't believe the hype like i think that there's always stuff behind what they're trying to sell us what they're trying to sell us is a marketing scheme it's a marketing ploy that's what it is it's pr and that that's just not for k-pop boys and the k-pop girls but that's for all celebrities it's just all marketing okay I am getting, I'm starting to slur my words, which means that I'm starting to get tired. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I am currently working on my Just Mercy piece, which is going to be including, um, my review on the movie and some other stuff that I'm very excited to write about. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to write about it. It's going to probably be out by the end of July, maybe earlier because it does have research in it and I do want to take my time. And with school ending next week, I do need to focus more on that. So I'm not going to be, it's not going to be released anytime. Um next week um but i am going to tweet about it more on the that research life twitter page for more clarification but thank you for listening i hope you have a good morning noon night and i hope you also think about my words i know i'm not the most eloquent in speaking but i hope i i hope you know, if you want to talk about it, that, you know, you you can talk about it with me. Like, if it opens the dialogue, then that's cool. And you can talk about it with me on my Twitter at That Research Life. I also have kind of like a um, Stan account, I think. It's Shane Dogs, S-H-A-N-E-D-0-G-S. Someone at work calls me that, and I really like that name, so I changed it to Shane Dogs. But yes, thank you so much. See, I'm getting restless now because I'm starting to talk a lot, and and I do that when I get tired. So good night, and have a wonderful day, night, evening, whatever you have right now. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Goodbye. Oh, by the way, the song at the beginning of the podcast was Morning Bell by Radiohead. So, yeah. Radiohead. <laughs>